0: chapter six of the bridge of history over the gulf of time by thomas cooper this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter six the arch of john wycliffe what shall we call the fourteenth century let us call it the arch of john wycliffe our own luther as we may call him born out of due time more than one hundred years before luther was teaching the germans and before huss taught the bohemians and moravians John Wycliffe was teaching a reformed Christianity in our own land, and bravely protesting against popery, for he openly styled the Pope Antichrist. Nay, in Wycliffe's time there were two rival popes, two infallibles, denouncing and cursing one another, and Wycliffe called both of them Antichrists. Wycliffe's followers, you know, were called Lollards, which is said to mean singers, from Lollen, an old German verb meaning to sing. Many of the Lollards were weavers, it seems, and weaving was a poor trade then, as it often is now, and so the Lollards sang the songs of Zion at their looms, because they could not get time to retire to pray. Christ's followers have found singing to be a sweet way of praying, many a time and oft, since these poor Lollards sang at their looms. Our noble Wycliffe, you know, strove to perform for Englishmen what Luther afterwards performed for the Germans. He translated the Bible into the people's common tongue. We have the fruit of what he did, and of what the martyr Tyndale did still better, in our authorized version at the present time. It had been a custom for the old Romanist priests to have a Bible before them when they preached, a Latin Bible. Some people said that many of them could not read it very well, but never mind that. They had a Bible before them, and they were often very eloquent, no doubt, in describing the Bible as the great map or chart of the way to heaven, and in declaring that no man could ever have found his way to heaven if god had not sent men this invaluable map or chart but now imagine an earnest layman whose mind is awakened to the need of finding the way to heaven thank you thank you good father says he but now so please you most reverend father let me see the map in my own hand that i may find the way see you at jericho first replies the holy father shutting up the book in a hurry and putting it behind him don't think you are to see the map sir HOW THEN, SO PLEASE YOU, HOLY FATHER, ASKS THE LAYMAN, SHALL I FIND THE WAY? OH, I'LL TELL YOU THE WAY, ANSWERS THE PRIEST, BUT SUPPOSE YOU SHOULD MAKE A MISTAKE, HOLY FATHER, SUGGESTS THE LAYMAN. MISTAKE, SIR, CRIES THE PRIEST, I'M ASTONISHED AT YOUR IMPUDENCE IN DARING TO SUPPOSE THAT I CAN MAKE A MISTAKE. DON'T YOU KNOW THAT PRIESTS ARE INFALLIBLE, SIR? OH, DEAR, HOLY FATHER, CRIES THE LAYMAN, ALARMED AT THE PRIESTS' ANGER, FORGIVE ME, I WAS ONLY THINKING, THINKING, SIR, CRIES THE PRIEST. Get away with you, sir. You have nothing to do with thinking. I am to think for you, and you are to do what I bid you. Thank God that ever there was a brave Wycliffe in our land to denounce all that priestly tyranny, and let us be determined, fellow countrymen, that it shall never triumph again, whether it wear the guise of ritualism, or be possessed of the open mouth and devouring maw of popery. God almighty so favoured our Wycliffe that he died a natural death in his bed, as Luther did, in after time. But forty two years after his death, a popish bishop had Wycliffe's bones dug up at Lutterworth, the living, in Leicester, that John of Gaunt is said to have given him, for time honoured Lancaster, it is affirmed, was always Wycliffe's protector, and Wycliffe's bones were burned. So silly and stupid is blind owed superstition. When she cannot revenge herself by getting a live man's blood, she burns his dead bones, as if that could be any punishment to him. There were other earnest men in the world in the 14th century. Chaucer also was protesting against popish shams in his Canterbury pilgrimage, and Dante was denouncing popes and leading a life of suffering exile through resistance to their ambition and tyranny. But where came the New Testament from? The book that Wycliffe translated. Where came the belief from that there had been a real Christ in the world, as well as an Antichrist? Did Jesus never exist on earth? Is Christianity only the old sun fable in a new form? Let us journey on again and see if we find the Christian religion professed and believed when we tread the arch of the bridge of history preceding the arch of John Wycliffe. End of chapter 6